Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friends are Shona Carr and Jane Rothfield of Little Missy. We recorded this in their cabin at the Kauai Old Time Gathering back in November. Again, Fanny and Jim, thank you so much for having me out for your super cool festival. I can't wait to come back as soon as possible. This episode of Get Up in the Cool is brought to you in part by a very generous supporter of the show who wishes to remain anonymous. They wanted me to choose who should get an ad. What a cool and very nice idea. So I'm going to shout out the first annual queer and trans old-time music gathering. It's happening May 8th through the 10th, 2020 in Osceola, Wisconsin. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. This three-day retreat and festival at Buttermilk Falls CSA and Folk School, just an hour away from Minneapolis, will foster community and skills for queer and trans traditional artists from across the nation. In addition to being the first and only festival of its kind, the gathering will feature workshops, dancing, facilitated dialogues, group meals, and of course, music. This participant-facing event is presently LGBTQ only, but they are seeking allies in the form of sponsorships. Their GoFundMe is live right now, and they're encouraging allies to consider donating to help this event happen for years to come. I put links in this episode's show notes. Donations will go to hopeful participants without the means to attend the gathering. Current partners include Bluegrass Pride and Stone Room Concerts, and they're looking for more. You can find out more by going to qtotmg.com or by visiting the link in the show notes. Stick around afterwards, and I'll tell you how to keep up with this week's guests. But first, here's my interview and jam with Little Missy. Enjoy.
Aloha. Shona Carr, Jane Rothfield, welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to your cabin. We're at the Kauai Old Time Gathering mm -hmm. in uh, Kauai, Hawaii. Kauai, Hawaii. Kauai, Hawaii. I don't know if I'm actually pronouncing Kauai right. There's been all sorts of different pronunciations. Uh, have you all been to Hawaii before? No. 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 I've always wanted to come come here, so I was really <laughs> yeah. happy that we were invited. I basically Amazing. needed to be hired to come in order to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And did you and you came straight here to Kauai, right? You didn't go to any of the other islands? Correct. Yeah. Correct. We came straight to this island. Yeah. From Oregon. Yeah. And Seattle. No, from Oakland. From Oakland. From Oakland. That's true, yeah. 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 Um, but you've been on tour for a while. Yeah, we've been away. Yeah. We've been getting along for a couple of weeks now, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, since November. No, since Halloween, we've been out. Yeah, and yeah. it's the 21st of November now. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. You two are uh, you two are getting along really well, I think. Thanks, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> for being moved back together that long. What do you mean by that? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. I yeah, know. we've held it together. Tours. <laughs> yeah, we started out in Seattle, and um, we played for a really fun contra dance. That was really fun. WB Reed played with us, and then we went down cool. to Portland and did a Janie's Jumpstart Weekend music camp, and that was really fun, which you were teaching banjo yes. at, which is awesome. And then we went out to Eastern Oregon and went to. Where do we go? Legrand. Le yes, and did a bunch of school shows. There. How, how Legrand was it? It was fun. The people there are wonderful. They <laughs> it really. Legrand. <laughs> it was really fun. They just treat us like queens, and, and like people were lining up to take us out for dinner, which was just like, oh, so and so is taking you out for dinner tonight. Like, great. So, awesome. So we this had a great time. This episode is brought to you by the city of Legrand. Yeah, well, and then we went to Pendleton, Oregon, which was also. A new experience. Yeah. It was like cowboy town. Yeah. Yeah. There's still cowboys out there. It's yeah. a wild place. Yeah. yeah. There were full cowboys. We saw them. Full, the, full on. The, full really on. Amazing, <laughs> the really amazing thing is that there are people there, in both in Legrand, Carla in Legrand, and um, Emily. Emily in uh, Pendleton, Pendleton, who are just single handedly, it seems, have created a fiddle, a fiddle culture there. Mm -hmm. And they have fiddle clubs in the schools and jams. Oh, in and the schools? Oh, yeah. And they're yeah. playing, like, trad music? Yeah, you know, teaching the yeah, kids to play fiddle. Yeah, it's small, but they're starting it. And we taught for um, a high school class, and it was really cool to see them kind of lit up by the music. And, mm. like, oh, writing down different tunes and information. I mean, in such a kind of remote place. I mean, you really have to drive hours into nowhere to get to these places. And then into nowhere even further. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it was really cool. They were they loved it. It was great. Yeah, I just never would have pictured um, Eastern Oregon being on your tour. <laughs> that that's great. Yeah. Maybe more people should consider it, especially if there's a fiddle culture out there. There is. Oh, they would. Yeah. Love it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> yeah. The Grand and Pendleton, yeah. Oregon. Yeah. Hot spots. Yeah. Hats. <laughs> Hats. <laughs> Um, what, what should we play next? Should we play that gray owl? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is, is that what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me get to this other tuning real quick. Shona, you, are you the one responsible for putting this tune on your set? Yes. I learned this, uh, at this teeny tiny festival in the Sierra Ridge, Northern California this summer. And I, 
my cousin and I and my aunt and uncle, there were probably about 10 people playing all the time. It was mostly Balkan music and um, flamenco and different styles like that. Uh, and and Irish players, and so we were playing old time, and I had a session with two Irish players, and so we were kind of trading tunes, and they're like, oh, this one is sort of on the old time radar, yeah, and taught it to me, and I got obsessed with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real good one. It's a good one, yeah. yeah. Gray owl. <laughs> a little bit twisty. A little twisty. Yeah. <laughs> a little twisty turny, that's for sure. Missy uh, become a duo? Huh. Well, I was born. <laughs> yeah, right off the um, No, yeah. <laughs> that didn't land. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Maybe five years ago or so, we 
were asked kind of out of the blue to play this little festival called the Spring Gulch Festival up in Pennsylvania. And then we played the Philly Folk Festival. And then we did a little tour. We seem to always do projects together in the fall, I've when, noticed. When was back. this? Maybe five years five, ago. Okay. I honestly, it's pretty hard to remember. I don't remember. It seems like we've always have played together, but then getting the opportunity to do concerts and shows just meant that we just had to have a little rehearsal. Right. Mm -hmm. And And we've uh, done things before with my dad. A few. That was not Little Missy. That was not Little Missy. (laughs) No. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, Shona also uh, played a bunch on the the Out of Thin Air CD that I did about three or four years ago. Yes. And that sort of solidified oh, a bunch yeah. of more stuff that, that we were doing. That must have been around when we did our tour then. Maybe it was sooner, less far away ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. And, uh, and we, we've just, uh, when we can get together and someone offers us the opportunity to play, we say yes. Yeah. And then we have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you played since that original tour, or is it just like sort of a sporadic every once in a while you'll get offered a gig? It's kind of every once in a while because we're also busy with other parts other of our projects life and other yeah. and things like that. Although um, Shona has been really involved with the Janie's Jumpstart uh, camps, so that's been really great uh, teaching and stuff. And so we've realized that we can do workshops and all as well as doing concerts together which makes touring more economically feasible well and we also play we go to california specifically berkeley area a lot for christmas and to visit family because my aunt Susie and uncle eric and my cousin allegra are all they're all musicians also and we'll do stuff together then too because we'll kind of do like family concerts so i feel like we kind of because we played uh, we did some stuff last december about Mm -hmm. a year ago too yeah Remember doing some sets together. Yeah, we we live actually in the same town in Stanton, Virginia, and usually when we get together, we cook and eat food. Mom <laughs> makes salmon and zucchini and carrots and rice and a salad, and I make the salad. That's every single time she comes home from tour. That's I have two days home. I have to have that. <laughs> you have that to do meal. some clean eating after tour. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna hand this to you. Yeah, of course. Because I think we're gonna do something that involves a banjo. Shauna and I haven't actually written anything yet together. Someday. Maybe we'll do that. Co-writing is hard, I think. Well, I don't know. I've always, I've always, when I've made up tunes, I've always sort of said to Alan, Shauna's dad, Alan Carr, who's from Scotland and has a way with words, this tune needs words, and somehow he comes up with them. But um, Shauna's a great songwriter. We're going to do one of her songs in a little bit, too. But this is, uh, this next song is a, and a, a version of a Scottish ballad uh, called the Twa Corbys, uh, which Alan sings in Broad Scots. And it's all about a, these two crows are sitting on a wall and they see a, a dead knight in the woods and they're talking about what they're going to have for dinner. And then there's a, a lady and a hawk and a hound. It's all very mysterious as to why this knight is there and why is he, who killed him and... Is he really dead? Well, I think he is. He is dead, yeah. He's definitely <laughs> he's dead. Definitely, like, he's definitely 
Or is he? Or is he? Um, anyway, so uh, Alan always, he always loved the I'm song. Not dead he decided. Yet. <laughs> not dead yet. Dead. No, I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. Wait, those are two different Yeah, I know. Um, okay. One more. Rule of threes? No? Okay. Um, yeah, and so he decided to write uh, American Words uh, version of this, of this ballad. And he put it to a tune by Rick Lee, who was a dear friend who passed away a few years ago from... From Massachusetts, and I've kn- I knew Rick since I was about thirteen. I knew he was just an amazing banjo player and piano player and ballad singer and personality and mm. great guy. And so this tune just sort of fit the words really well. So we mashed it together. It's called the Two Ravens. You two could just play it on double banjo. Is that okay? Sure. Wow. We're being whips. Okay, ready? Yeah. 
<laughs> so full, full disclosure, we made a last minute decision to have yeah. uh, both Shona and Jane play banjo together. <laughs> yeah. So I just sat that one out. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I got I, I got jealous. Yeah. As I was tuning <laughs> it, I was like, I want to play it. Yeah. That's a cool tuning. Glad you spoke up. Yeah. Is this what is this mode? Double C. Double C. Oh, okay. It's just <laughs> and I got to play. Love this tuning. Love nice. This. <laughs> Classic. And I got to play your fab banjo. Yeah. Watch me my fiddlers. I think I gotta retune it. Yeah. Let's uh, get into our next tuning yeah. before I ask you Thank some you. more questions. Jenny, I wanted to ask you about. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's jump start. <laughs> um, when did you start the jump start camp and why? Oh, it was probably about 10 years ago. And I remember the moment pretty vividly. I was reading the Old Time Herald, which is a great magazine for old time music. And I was looking at the listings of the people who were teaching at all the different old time camps. Just as curious to see. And I noticed a very disproportionate amount of men more men to women instructors i so mean that it was, was from the beginning oh yeah part of the plan yeah awesome i mean great and i used to put on facebook just the ratio like four to 25 <laughs> without any explanation <laughs> love it <laughs> um and so i decided you know i'm gonna have my i'm gonna do my own camp and i was like oh where am i gonna do this camp and you know my imagination went wild and i thought oh i'll get a big house in the outer banks and North Carolina and all these people will come. And I thought, mm, that might be a little risky <laughs> because I had no idea how it would work. But I had this vision of doing something that was very small, very comfortable, very supportive of people and really small classes yeah. and people working with their teachers all weekend long to basically jumpstart their playing and really focus on rhythm and musicality and not so much learning tons of tunes, but how to play them better. That yeah. was kind of my vision. And so a few years went by, and uh, I didn't know what to call it, so that was kind of a barrier. And then my son Jamie was doing a SAT course, and it was a jumpstart course. So Pete Peterson said, Jamie, why don't you call it Jamie's Jumpstart? I said, really put my name on there? He goes, He's so smart. Yes, He's that would be very good. <laughs> so we did. And then I didn't know where to, to have it, and so he, Pete and Kelly, Pete Peterson, Kelly Allen, very generous, wonderful friends and wonderful old-time musicians. That want Future it. guests of the show. I've been meaning to have them on oh forever. I don't know why It'll I have be hilarious. because they're yes. amazing musicians and they're the funniest people ever. They're, they're the yeah. best. We yeah. have to. <laughs> they are. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they said, let's have it at our house in Oxford, PA. I said, okay. So we built it and people came. Yeah. And the first one we did, we broke even and we had fabulous food, you know, delicious food and, you know, people come to the house and took their classes and jam. We sent them home early so they can have lots of energy for the next day. <clears throat> and I've been doing them sort of around the country in different places, you know, um, West Coast, East Coast. I've, uh, Germany. Well, I tried doing the Germany yeah. didn't fly, but... <laughs> next time. <laughs> um, yeah, and just, you know, the idea of p bringing people together to be able to have a wonderful opportunity to learn, basically, you know supportive with great teachers so I but the going back to the original idea was that I was going to just going to hire women instructors mm. and um, and I did that for quite a while and I didn't really think I needed to sort of advertise it I just kind of did it you know yeah. and it was really great we got I got to see a lot of friends and meet new 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 musicians who I hadn't met before who were out there in the scene and people you know came to the camps and you know I've sort of expanded now I'm you know, 
including men, which is great. I have lots of wonderful... It was lovely to be the token man. No, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, that's not to say, you know, that I am against men teachers. I just There's felt enough, like though. I needed to to do that and give, the, give these musicians the opportunity to teach and have the experience of teaching and also to show the world that they are teachers. Yeah. So that's what that's been about. I really appreciated when I, I had not gone to one of the camps before, and when you had me join you for the Portland Jumpstart, I really appreciated how seriously you took the the music, not just tunes, like mission. Mm-hmm. Um, you, I think, did a really great job at inspiring people about their overall musicianship okay. and about, you know, the te- teach Amanda Fish kind of thing, you know, but... Uh, a person to fish mm-hmm. and <laughs> yeah. up their confidence too and say yes. you're doing great and keep yeah. going and here's tools to help you succeed yeah. yeah it was really nice to um to have a fulfilling teaching experience oh good yeah because sometimes you have to fit into like a more rigid structure or like do some sort of like hyper focused narrow thing and it was because you're trying to teach uh, have us teach musicianship overall I feel like I actually really got to connect with my students, yeah. and it was yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're you're awesome, and you know I think it's you know there's a the format I'm trying to stick stick with the format. A lot of my regulars who come to the one in Pennsylvania, I've got people who've been to like all of them, mm-hmm. and they're I love you all. You're so wonderful to to support me like that. You know they they sometimes say oh you know maybe we could do like a little different like have a class that's for this or a class that's mm-hmm. for that. And, kind of just trying to stick with my vision, you know, and, you know, come and work with someone like Cameron DeWitt or Kelly Allen or Jane Rothfield or Beverly Smith or Judy Herman or Shona Carr. She's on I mean, the list there somewhere. She is. She is. She was a great teacher, actually. And um, so it's been, it's been really fun. It's a labor of love for sure. I do have a couple coming up this winter, though. I'm not sure when this is going to This air. can come out soon. Okay, great. My backlog is small because we're outside of festival season. Excellent. So we can put this up soon. So I've got one in, going to do one in Austin, Texas. Cool. At the home of Marinelle and Jean Young, who when I was online on Wednesday before the beginning of Clifftop, Marinelle came up to me. She says, I want to have a jumpstart camp at my house. I was like, yay, fabulous. So Pete and Kelly and I are going to do that together, the awesome. three of us. Oops, sorry, Sean. And, um, and then um, my friend Bill Braun, who I sort of got to know this year at uh, Mount Airy, he's from Cleveland. He said he wanted to have one. So Crazy. come to Cleveland the beginning of February. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brad Claudner's going to be teaching. And Great. And Advanced Banjo. And Hilary Burns is going to be doing this sort of novice intermediate mm. claw hammer. And I'll do good. Both such good fiddle. banjo players and teachers. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. Great. Both so uh, small classes, lots of attention from your teachers. And great food, guaranteed. So if people want to like stay up to date with like future camps, um, you have a Facebook uh, page. I have a Facebook page, yeah. So you should like and yep. follow that. Yep, and usually when I launch them, I'll put them on all the different pages as much as I can. But yeah. if you're interested, you can contact me directly at janerothfield at gmail.com. Great. And, um, you know, uh, the other thing I want to mention too about the camps is that um, I make sure that everybody in the class is at the same level by basically assessing everybody's playing personally. Yeah, for camp. you like do like a little Skype session. I do, I do because That's so I smart. think it's really important. 
It's Because so you don't important. want anyone to fall through the cracks or to be, like, bored because they're not at the same level as everyone else. Right. And because it's so small, there have been times where we've either said, usually it's we'll push someone up. Right. They'll come in being like, I don't know, I'd rather start. And then the next, you know, halfway through, yeah. if there's an opening, yeah. then they get pushed up. But for the most part, everyone, there's enough attention that if, no, yeah, no one falls through the cracks because... You're like, you need to go to that class. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the time, um, but most it's usually yeah. pretty, pretty good. Like, there's it's been rare that we had to move anybody. It's yeah. You do a very thorough job of that. Yeah. If someone's not quite ready for the for a class, a lot of times I'll just give them a few lessons, Skype lessons or FaceTime lessons myself to get them ready, and that works. That cool. works great too. So yeah, it's really really fun. Cool. If you want to have one, just get in touch with me. I'll. It's all very turnkey, and uh, it's a big, big party too. It sure was. So let's let's have a party playing this tune. Yeah. Do you want to tell them a little bit about this tune? Yeah. Since you were is, there at the beginning. Yes. Uh, Harry Garrison. It's played one time on the show before, but not with Shona. And uh, you two play this regularly yeah. as well. Yeah. This is. We've been kind of actually arguing about whether this tune is hard or not <laughs> before this. <laughs> so I think it'd be interesting to <coughs> people write in and tell, say, does this tune make sense? I think it makes a lot of sense, but it's really hard. <laughs> but people shouldn't... Don't say that, Cameron. No one will want to play it. Okay. Uh, I mean that as a challenge. <laughs> it's not that hard. Um, the reason I fell in love with this tune is because I think it is... Uh, a very clever tune Ooh. in in its phrase lengths and it really caught my attention and got my brain going and it never left so. well you're the one that said it Sarah sounded like a Gary Harrison tune that was me yes and then <laughs> I mixed it up when I told that story when someone asked me about the tune yeah. I said that you said it sounded like a Harry Garrison tune yeah and then it became Harry Garrison so. perfect yeah shout out to Gary Harrison <laughs> Much love.
happened. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> what can I say? That was fun. <sighs> the merit, my heart's pounding. Mm. So for aerobic activity, play Harry Garrison. That sounds so good on the tenor guitar. That's <laughs> <Thanks>. awesome. <laughs> I tenor. Tenor. Yes. It's in cross A. Do people normally do that on tenor? I don't know. I used to, so I learned some cross A fiddle tunes when I was like 16. And then I would cross tune the mandolin, which was insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I had a mandocello, which is a four stringed in fifths with double yeah. two strings. And I would cross tune that. Yeah. I actually have a crazy round that I wrote on that that I always forget about, and I just remembered it. Um, and then I, this, my mom got this, and I was like, "This will work," yeah. <laughs> because it's I had just, it for about a second. It's yeah. just one string each, and so it was super easy to yeah. cross. I don't. I I think so. Jody Platt, uh, I think maybe cross tunes also. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And that's her son's. And her yeah, Jamie Dugan is the maker of this, and I've never met either of them, and I would love to. Meet them and play, because I love my tenor. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so you have some projects coming up. We teased this a little bit the last time I interviewed you, but you yeah. have an album that's... It's being worked on. It's not finished. Being worked on. Yeah. I'm hoping... Great. Oh, man. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I am. I really am. She's like, yeah, I really am working on it. It's wonderful. I really am working on it. Music and yeah. songs and but some previous uh, things that have not been released as widely are now more available. Yes, they are. So um, the Buck Stops Here has an album self-titled as the Buck Stops Here. Yeah, super easy to find if you know the band name, um, and that will be out on Spotify and Apple Music in the next month or so. And also a project um, I did with my Buck Stops Here bandmate Galen is the Carter Family Project, which maybe was about to come out last time when we yes. were on. Yes, that is out, and that's also on Spotify. So uh, yeah, go go take a listen. That's under uh, Galen Amundsen. You've been a friend to me. Yeah. is the name of the album and the buck stops here will be searchable as the buck stops here yeah. <laughs> so. both fabulous recordings yeah Seriously yeah so i'm fabulous. excited to get those out the, we kind of we're out of physical copies and it's been a couple years for the buck stops here at least so it'll feel good to to get that out for people you know new listeners to hear it it's a very good album i love Thanks, it Cameron. i remember uh going to the swimming hole at maybe my second cliff top um with ethan and he was just playing the CD in the car, and he and he was like, shh, 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 shh. This, "This song's good. This song's good." And then we'd listen to it, and I'd be like, "Damn, that was really good." <laughs> yeah, it's it's an amazing album. We got it that. Is. We had yeah. that album shipped to Clifftop when the year it came out. I think it was 2014 <laughs> or 15. So it was like five years ago. And yeah, we we picked up like ten boxes. We called the the poor lady at the front. She's like, yeah, you're we got some packages. And I remember we put the CD and we we drove the car around and uh, to listen to it for the first time. And it was you know kind of emotional. Mm. It was beautiful cliff top, and it was the first time we heard it. And I remember we saw we stopped to look at a lookout, and this deer. And on the front of our album, there's a baby deer, and there's a deer, and there's a little pile of antlers on the front of the album. Shout out to the artist Allison May Kippeth on Instagram. Allie Kippeth, one of my oldest friends, did the artwork for it. We were parked at a lookout and a deer came up to the car and stood next to the car and stared in the window at us for like a couple minutes. 
and that was really magical. Hmm. I just remembered it just now. Someone fed that deer. I mean, it was ma- I mean, it was probably just magical. It was magical. Yeah. It was a wild deer. <laughs> Someone's just feeding deer in the area. They should stop. Okay, well, it was a really cool moment uh, connected to it. So, oh, we're gonna do a song off that. <laughs> yeah, and um, so this will be the last song. And you two are going to play this, and I am going to get to listen, which is great. Yeah, this is uh, this is on that record, and I wrote this quite a while ago. This is like my first song. Well, besides another song that I wrote that we won't talk about this yeah. time. See the Shona's previous. <laughs> yeah, you uh, want to laugh. Episode. But before we do that, um, where should people go to follow Little Missy and make sure they? They know where you're playing next. Well, we I think we have a Facebook page. <laughs> Do we? Yeah. How is Facebook? Because you haven't posted anything in a while. We'll um, get on that. Great. But you can follow us individually, and we'll, that will have information of if we're doing stuff together. My handle on Instagram is Shona underscore V, S-H-O-N-A underscore V as in Violet, which is my middle name. Great. And I use Instagram a lot, so if you want to kind of follow my journey, that's where to go for that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Shona, Jane, thank you for being on the show again. Thanks. Let's do it again soon.
Jane Rothfield is super busy next year. She's touring the USA and Europe with the Jane Rothfield Old Time Trio, Cora Cree, the Adumea Quartet, and along the way will be lots of teaching, starting with the John C. Campbell Folk School in January, and three Janie's Jumpstart Weekends starting at the end of January in Austin, Texas, then early February in Cleveland, Ohio, and early March in Stanton, Virginia. Jane's also teaching the old-time fiddle class at Banjo Camp North. And of course, the flagship Janie's Jumpstart is in Oxford, Pennsylvania over Indigenous Peoples Day weekend. Check out janerothfield.com for more information and buy some albums while you're there. Shona is on Instagram at Shona underscore V, so follow her there. You can also listen to her work on Galen Amundsen's album You've Been a Friend to Me on Spotify, and pretty soon their old band The Buck Stops Here will have their album available on Spotify as well. Make sure to follow them on Facebook to hear the announcement. Again, make sure to check out the first annual Queer and Trans Old Time Music Gathering, donate if you're an ally, and attend if you're LGBTQ+. Links for that and everything I just mentioned are in the show notes for this episode on your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thank you for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool. <laughs>